We are on a mission, a mission to save and revitalize independent pharmacy. On the Catalyst Podcast, we dive into current events that are shaping how pharmacists approach their patients and their businesses. Fuel your passion for pharmacy one conversation at a time. Three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Welcome to the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Key, president of Pioneer X. Today, I'm here with Mark. Hi, I'm Mark Bivens, vice president of sales for Pioneer X. Today, we are here with Vicki Einhelig, CEO of Good Day Pharmacy in Loveland, Colorado. So what the heck's going on? This is a yeah. crazy, crazy world we're, we're, we're living in. I get pharmacists texting me at three o'clock in the morning because they just finished entering mm. vaccinations yeah. from from that day. Sure. Sure. I, yeah. I kind of wonder really what we did last year or before this year. I must've been, we must've been so bored. I mean, the, the whole pandemic has just added an incredible layer to everybody's kind of life and world right now. Um, so for us, um, kind of the same as everybody, we went through a lot of changes at the beginning of the year. Um, we, we closed down in in March, um, actually April to June. We closed the front of our pharmacies and and oh. did a delivery model to the parking lot. Uh, and uh, so, just again going through sort of the all the different phases that that we've all gone through as a country and a world, uh, just kind of facing the unknown together. Um, we had a great year though. We um, that's good. We were up higher in sales than we have. Than we have ever been. Wow! So, which is pretty incredible when you look at um, what what we you know with being closed down for for two months at least in the front of the store. Uh, so, things are things are I feel things are looking up. You know, I feel feel good about the vaccine being being out and available and more and more available. Right. right? Yeah. Um, we're we're able to participate in that right now too. So that's been that's been really exciting. On the 20, you said you had like your best year ever in 2020. Would you say yeah. you, you that lends itself to, because you guys do so much like clinical services wise and all of that mm-hmm. is, do you think your some of that helped insulate um, 2020? Because we've had some people say otherwise. Yeah. Where did the money come from? You, you said you did great. Yeah. You had your best year. Yeah. Where did it come from? Well, so that's, I mean, that is such a great question. And what we did this year or last year um is we use the four disciplines of execution structure and we focused, we, we set a goal and we set a goal to uh, increase our sales by 11.5%, which is a super lofty goal from the beginning of the year. Um, so January 1st and, uh, through December 31st, 2020. And this was all before, COVID. Yeah, before yeah, you right? set those before goals before that, and you're like, yeah. oh, wow. Right. And so we really, uh, we set that overarching goal. And then with our teams, we set individual goals with the teams. A lot of it rotate or a lot of it um, was focused on MedSync. Nice. So right there, you're getting, you're getting a good lift with, with sales, with MedSync. Uh, we had goals around immunizations and the the teams at the locations, they were aggressive. They set they set goals, and with that, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the four disciplines of execution, but there's setting a goal. Um, yeah, tell us. Identify identifying the lead measures. Okay. So identifying those action items that you're going to do, having a scoreboard, and then holding people accountable or holding your teams accountable, holding each other accountable. And that is exactly what happened. That's how it happened. Um, we just were very intentional about about those goals, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of really good communication with uh, with the teams, and everybody likes to win, right? Yeah. You like to win. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Who doesn't like to win? Who doesn't like to so win. So it felt like that was that was really motivating for for um, for everybody to feel like they were winning. All right. Did, so did that. So you had this overarching goal of 11 and a half percent. I'm going to call it across 10 pharmacies. Am I right? 10, is it 10 total? Yes. And we, we 10 and we just added an 11th location. Okay. We just added uh, a central pharmacy. So we have 11. All right. Um, it, it, was there a, 
pretty rigorous process, each location of drilling that down to something that's a little more tangible or activity based for that particular role in your pharmacy, like your med sync tech or your, or your people that run the clinical side with the immunizations piece. Yeah. So each team, um, each team came up with their own goal just to point toward or to reach that 11.5%. And it was something that, and that's an important piece of the formula is for the team to decide their own goal because then they're going to be more excited about something that they've chosen. And then exactly what you're describing, Mark, it was broken down into pieces. So if the goal is to increase MedSync by 20%, let's say, Mm -hmm. then what are the steps that have to be done on a weekly, daily basis to get to that? And it breaks it down to conversations, right? Getting people enrolled. I mean, just doing, breaking it down into something that is, um, you're able to do on those, uh, those weekly cadence or daily cadence. So what did that motivation besides it, it was there anything besides just winning? What did that motivation look like in those teams? Yeah, I mean, um, we would celebrate like we would have certain marks that if you hit a certain amount, like we had one at the end of the year around Medicare enrollment. And it was if they had a certain number of um, enrollees and you don't necessarily see if they actually enroll, but there was um, if they were able to hit a number of conversations and um, providing information out to those um, those potential um, uh, patients, then they would get a lunch. I mean, we would just do something nice. again to celebrate just the small the small victories and and those that would hit those hit those marks. Uh, so yeah, I mean, again, just trying to make it fun yeah. and trying to trying to um, keep everybody engaged so that everybody is contributing to to moving forward. You just there's so much whirlwind in our in pharmacy and so much that you're having to do being able to focus on a goal just really and and having one goal because we're like every other pharmacy right there's so many opportunities and i think one of the biggest things that we did in for uh, to be able to focus on that is to almost say no to to things that maybe are still good opportunities and um i yeah i think that was that was the key um it was really a fun year. Jeff, you always say a lot. It's just as important to to know what you're going to say no to than it is to yeah. say, say yes. Yeah. I mean, to. That, I think it was um who's the who's the rich guy with the coke? He, he's a very uh Coca-Cola? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <He brings> coke. <laughs> just making sure. No, no, I'm, not, I'm trying to think of who 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 I'm thinking of. It's the big investor. Uh he's friends with Bill Gates. Buffett? Yeah, uh-huh. Buffett. One of his big oh, yeah, sayings is that success in business is more about what you say no to than what you say yes to. Um, and it's hard to say, it's hard to say no. Right. Especially if something is like, you feel like you're going to be at the front of it, it's cutting edge or, you know, it's a big opportunity. Uh, so it's just prioritizing, right. And, and seeing what, what makes the most sense. The other thing that we did is we, we looked at our mission statement and we wanted it to be, and we did change it. We changed it at the beginning of 2020 and we really wanted it to be something that everything that we worked on could point to that. And so our, the first, our first sentence of our mission statement is that we believe the best healthcare is based on relationships and delivered locally. So it kind of has two really important components and relationships internally and relationships with our patients, with our providers. And again, that was just something that it's easy to remember. It's um, something that people can rally behind. And again, when we make decisions on what direction we're going to go with different um, projects, you know, we kind of look at it and does this point back to what we know why we're here. So what's our 2021 goal? So 2020, in the absence of knowing all this was coming, we set 11.5%. Right. And so what's our goals for 2021? Yeah, great. Uh, so our goal for 2021 is to increase patient growth, so net patient growth by 25 percent. Def- so, define can you can you define a little bit net patient growth? Is that is that act, new active patients or is that something else? Yeah, so it is. It's it's new active patients, okay. and right now we're going to have to base it on prescriptions. Okay. We'd love to be able to do more with the front of the pharmacy, right? I mean, okay. just. Um, we do have, we started with the loyalty program that um, is available through Pioneer RX, 
but we're looking at um, looking at growth in prescription transactions. Right. So this is twenty five percent in uh, in uh, patient patient prescriptions. So, or patients. Which one of those is actually patient? So count? it's actually patients. It's actually okay. patients Not based on prescriptions, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. New patients getting Thank prescriptions, you. right? Right. <laughs> Thank you. And, yes. Exactly. And so, what do we? What will we call an active patient? So it's we're gonna we're going to have it be patients that get regular prescriptions, not just one here and there. Okay. And I believe uh, we have just an incredible um, operating officer, jo- Joseph Poling, and he is a whiz at Pioneer Rx. And so he's he's identified a report that will work for this goal so that we can track it and be able to, you know, give that feedback out to the teams. So you had a goal of 11 and a half. You made it? You hit it? Yes, 11.59. Gotcha. Oh, man. Right. Nice. You really managed to it, too. That's the thing that goals we help did. you do. I know. You manage. Like was... It really gives you something to manage to. Um, yeah. And, and we no, do that in sales. We... Jeff, you know, Jeff's instilled that throughout the entire organization, so it's great. We have we, we have goals. Jeff's even done keynotes on goals. Yep. Um, we have a new dashboard that's in Pioneer X that rolled out. Oh, yeah. A beta of it last week rolled that might, out that might help. this week. So, right. um Email me the specifics of that. Let's see if we can get it in there. Because okay. that way they can just hit a button and see wow, that's perfect. how they're doing. I, I know it shows it shows new patients it today. Does. It does. Yeah, it does. And new patients last week compares it to the week before. Is it is it okay. running that historical data though? Like because it's huh? some of that data is this point forward because we weren't recording some of it, but some of it is historical. Yeah, I've got to figure out what we call an active patient. Yeah. I think we just call an active patient somebody who's gotten a script in the last four months to handle ninety day supplies. Um, right, right. And that's yeah. where we look no, at active great. patient and active patient growth. So if you use that as your measure, um, mm-hmm. we might could tweak those where they wouldn't have to wait on a report in the store. You know, they could kind of look at yeah. that in more. Uh, on the time. dashboard. Yeah, yeah that's great. And and I feel like even with even with the onesies, um, even if it's somebody that comes in to get something that isn't typically, I mean, that's an opportunity for us to to show show off, right? I mean, a lot of farm, right. a lot of independent pharmacies, uh, their patients or customers will walk in, and it's almost like you know they didn't know that they were there. But of course, once they experience that. Uh, service and they have that experience, then yes. it's they're they're going to come back. So yeah, our red cell CEO uh, Craig McEwen, mm-hmm. mom totally unprompted switched to an independent pharmacy during all this because I don't know whoever she was using Rite Aid or Walgreens or somebody was just horrible trying to get uh, vaccinated. They were screwing up vaccinations. Mm-hmm. No offense to any, any Rite Aid. And uh, she switched and, and is going to go to an independent pharmacy now. And so, you know, one thing things you think about with all these independents doing vaccinations, there's just going to be a huge, and COVID testing. I think you're doing both, right? right? Yeah. The mm-hmm. huge yeah. marketing database of, of people now. Yeah. If yeah. you can impress them in that experience. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's kind of interesting what impress them means. I, I was talking to a pharmacy the other day and, impress them to them that seeming big. So they were really in their text messaging, trying to find their messages of how your COVID test was and this kind of stuff, trying to sound bigger big. advanced. Do you mean right. like, like advanced, advanced, or, yeah, okay. very formal, yeah. you know, hmm. and, and, and my point to them was this is your opportunity to be independent. This is your independent, right. your chance to shine how you're different. Right. Don't say yeah. we have re- the, the, you know, your COVID results are negative. Click here for more, you know, say, Hey, hey yeah, Mark. Hey Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey Pete. Right. This is Jeff at yeah. the pharmacy. You'll yeah. be happy to no. know your, your test yeah. came back negative or, Hey, we're sorry, but your test came back positive. You know, here's some ideas. And if you have any questions, text us back at the pharmacy, right? This yeah. is an opportunity to seem to build those relationships, right? right? To really connect with people. And that reminds me when we uh, we actually have started vaccinations, COVID vaccinations, and and when we first started, we have a job form on our website, and so you know we got that rolled out. But this is all that's all new uh, for us and for for everybody. And when we very first started, the actual scheduler wasn't working, so people would sign up and they'd filled out the form, but they oh. didn't get a time, oh, yeah. and <laughs> which was a little panic there. Yeah. 
But what our uh, pharmacist did, our pharmacy manager did, and it was fixed quickly, so mm-hmm. it wasn't too it wasn't too um, much of a problem. But she called each person and coordinated with them and made sure that they had a time. Just made sure that because of course they're they're very eager and anxious to get a vaccine, yeah. you know. So just having that um, having that uh, reassurance that uh, they did have a time. Um, was just great. And it was, they got a lot of, uh, Lori got a lot of uh, responses, positive responses from patients on that. How is the allocation working for you guys? Our vaccine allocation is driven by the county. And early on when I was more just wanting to make sure that our teams could get vaccinated, because I knew we weren't going to be receiving the Pfizer vaccine. I knew we weren't going to be in phase one. Right. We connected with all the counties in our areas. We have we have three counties that we that we have pharmacies in, and so that was the initial kind of reach out and just communicate and have that relationship built. Uh, and then one of the counties we, we ended up getting being able to get our our teams vaccinated, and one of the counties reached back out to us and said, "Hey, we need help. We need help um, capturing our healthcare professionals and our um, in Colorado, uh, it's 70 and older." Okay. is the the first uh, uh, phase or yeah one a and one b okay. and and so that's how it's working for us uh, every week we order through the state and we find out in fact we find out tonight we find out every Thursday night at six o'clock if we have received allocation so not not, it's, not it's to trivialize okay. it it's kind of like the lottery like yeah you watch well, it tonight or maybe hopefully they're deciding based on how good they did with the time before yeah yeah do you feel like they've yes. got it you feel like the state's got it together there it, it, at least yeah um mostly? i think so i i mean it's, heard some uh, I'm, let's story. talk I'm, good about them right now because they're allocating <laughs> <That's true. laughs> vaccines yeah, that's they're true. doing great <laughs> lisa yes, Mark. they're su- super responsive and i that's know good. they have so many things that they're juggling um they do have a set way that they allocate. I mean, like the hospitals get 50% and mm. then it's broken, you know, broken down into the, you know, pharmacies, providers, that kind of thing. So, um, it's, it's great. We're, we're on a, we're on a vaccine call with them every week with the counties. And then we're also participate in the state. So I feel like there's good communication and, That's good. and they're transparent about it. Um, yeah. so yeah. Now, now do they have the freezers? Get- they have a hard freeze and then they pull them out to you guys and you'll have seven days to use them. Is that the well, so now that the Moderna vaccine is available, we have we have freezers. You have to have to have a regular standalone freezer to even be able to get Moderna vaccine. Um, but really, it's you get it. It's good in the refrigerator for thirty days. Thirty. Okay. So oh, I didn't know that. We're not even putting it in the freezer because we're turning it around that that quickly. So, so we did we did a clinic clinic setting, and then we'll probably do a combination. We're we're crossing our fingers that we're going to get. Um, um, vaccine this next week, and we'll do a combination of a clinic setting and a drive-up clinic, and then also work it into the workflow as well. Will the drive-up be on site, or will it be yes. off-site? Off site? On, on site. site. How, okay. how quick do you think you burn through it? How how quick are you burning through them now? Are you is it like well, a day or two, and it's it's already yeah. gone? Yes. Yeah. 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 So we can do um, we can probably do thirty a day in workflow. And a hundred a day, hundred a day, yeah. if it's a clinic. At case. a clinic, yeah, yeah, that, that so makes sense. Good. Huh. Yeah. Is that so? The the Moderna can be thirty days outside the refrigerator. What about the Pfizer? Yeah, so Moderna can be thirty days in the refrigerator. In the refrigerator, in the, in the yeah, fridge, okay, yep. yeah. And then once it's once you go into that vial, there's ten doses or eleven doses in the vial, then it's got six hours. So. Um, yeah, it's really good to, you know, important to coordinate and make sure you're going to use all those doses, which we have. And Pfizer is the ultra cold. So that's the one that's, uh, and we, um, trying to think, I think that is a few hours outside of the freezer, but I don't know the exact details on that. Yeah. Because it's the one that has to be, we we constituted, right? It has to be reconstituted. So yeah, we, um. We did not, um, we didn't get into that. Um, did y'all, y'all had so. a choice between the two there? Well, well it, it was choices Pfizer, to buy the fridge or not, right? For the right. most part. The choice, yeah. If you, those that invest in the ultra cold freezer, which I think they were, they were, well, they're pretty spendy. 
first of all, mm-hmm. you know, close, I think north of $10,000 a piece. And they were really hard to come by yeah. because, um, yeah, some of the, some of the hospital systems purchased those. So we were, we were always going to wait for the second, the second vaccine. And it came pretty quickly. I mean, they were only, only a few weeks apart. Yeah. So. And then the Johnson and Johnson should be Soon. summer probably ish. Yeah. Oh, I think it'll be before that. I think it's spring. Be it's going to be in the spring yeah. um, or maybe I, sooner, but yeah. I think, really I quick. think, you know, I think March. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I just, I think it's, I think they're close. That's spring here in Texas. That's what. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys are, yeah, you guys are still in Texas. So you guys are all still in the same location. You know, I came out to your, um, facility there. That's yep. right. Yeah, I remember. We came up for a jazz session. Yeah, no, we're all, Munich, yeah, we're, we're still, still here. in the same place. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We we I mean we have staff that are remote and bouncing back and forth, but yeah, no, yeah. we're we're also here. That's where we're filming from. We're in the base not the basement, but the first in floor the of that building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we set up a little little studio down here. Um uh, in that. Yeah, I saw cool. where the in the UK they're experimenting with giving people multiple different versions of the virus, the vaccine. Yeah. They're giving a multiple version of the virus too. <laughs> there. Yeah, Cause UK that, that UK out. variant That's came what's out. happening naturally, right? Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, South they're America. experimenting with different combinations of the vaccinations to see what the, the protection is, which is interesting. Right. Like if it's going to increase the, increase the protection. Right. right. Well, so, well, they're yeah. trying to see: Can I get the same can, protection with from different. two different ones as I get from two same? Mm-hmm. Right. So, could mm-hmm. I get a Pfizer then a Moderna, or Moderna and then a Johnson and Johnson? Or what's the data on it? Did they have any data yet? The preliminary looks pretty good, but there, that's just and it's just preliminary. Oh, I gotcha. Wow. All right. So it's, yeah. it, it's all very right. interesting, and probably be here for a while. You know, that's uh, we're working on some stuff uh, to be able to import your stuff out of your job forms right into pioneer. So you don't have to re hand enter all that. Right. And, and that's yeah. probably going to be a month, but, uh, <laughs> that'd be great, yeah. but it'll all be, you know, I think we're going to be doing this for a long time. I think it's shots and then it's booster shots and, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine what it's going to be when it's, when it's everybody right right now. It's just 70 and older. I mean, how are right. they going to do when it's general public? Yeah, that's and you have those nuts. kind of lines and that kind of people who want it. How do you, you know, right now you're kind of being able to differentiate and narrow it by being an age, but at some point it becomes right. a really big group, and people are frustrated because they can't get registered yeah. and job you'll, forms is crashing because <laughs> too many people are trying to hit it at the same time. And yeah, you'll yeah you'll right. just stay booked for a while. Right? I just... think initially, and even like now, and we we're bumping down to sixty five on Monday. Oh, uh, wow. Sixty five and up are 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 eligible, okay. and then also teachers and childcare workers are eligible starting on Monday, uh, which will be great. And we and that's an, another area I think that uh, we're going to be able to um, grow. And as far as uh, being assigned schools, so they're working on that at the county level too, so that different oh, providers are okay. assigned schools. That so that's sense. pretty, that's pretty, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But I think it'll be that initial frenzy, right? When yeah. as, yes. as each phase opens up. And so then I think it looks like clinics initially okay. because you can't, you almost have to, right? Yeah. Right. Otherwise uh, you're just not, otherwise just, yeah, your you're parking lot's... 20 to yeah. 20 to 30 a day is yeah. not going to make much of a debt. Um, so I think those clinics and then once that initial kind of um, frenzy is over, then just work it into the workflow. And you, you guys were super prepared though. I feel like, right. You guys had, I say prepared um, was anybody, but already had <laughs> like testing. You're already doing testing, weren't you? Where you already know you have a really strong immunization program already in place. I feel like. And- oh, we definitely had the immunization program. We've done we've done immunizations for so many years. We did immunizations before pharmacists. I mean, this was even when we would hire nurses to do it. Okay. Um, so that's just something we've always focused on, and it's it's yeah, it grows every year. Um, and with the testing, we we partnered with with HealthMart initially and did the free testing with um, with that with them and. The uh, and and we had a couple of the BD Veritors. Okay. And so we worked with that company and were able to get a hold of some um, assays or, or the tests and have now shifted from um, the um, 
the tests that took, you know, four to five days to, to get our, um, the results to those uh, rapid tests. So um, our community just really needed another source for somebody, you know, for some another provider testing. So uh, we've been doing that and we're still doing that. So at our Greeley location, we're doing testing and vaccination. So we just have it um, depending on the day. Uh, wow. We just change out our signage. <laughs> what, how has the uh, flu well, season been? Uh, I was at a pharmacy uh, this week and they were like, last January they did 70 Tamiflus and this year they did zero. Ah, well, Jim. definitely flu is uh, not as prevalent. Right. Yeah. Right? Yep. Not, no surprise there. Right? I mean, as far as just uh, um, the social distance, the masks, everything. So, but we did, um, I'm trying to think what our increase in our flu. I bet flu vaccinations was. in 2020 were huge though. Right? Yeah, we, um, it was one of our, one of our goals though. So we really set, nice. um, we set an intentional goal around that. Um, and I think we were up. Gosh, I want to say we were up 30% in our immunizations. Wow. Um, All right. For for that time period, we measured um, September 1 through October 15th uh, was our time period. Any kind of play on these people who are coming in for the COVID vaccines? Are are most of them your customers or are they non-customers? No, they're mostly not our customers. Uh, so we see that as an opportunity to just like, again, introduce us and they mm-hmm. do get that exposure with our team. Um, and again, it's been very well received and, and we have, um, information we give, give them about our, about our pharmacies. You know, we're, we're, we cover Northern Colorado. So even, right. you know, certainly people are driving, um, they'll drive two hours to get a vaccine. Um, but we, we have good coverage up, up in Colorado. So we just want them to, you know, we want them to know where we are and, and just all the different things that we can partner with them on, not just prescriptions, but, you know, we deliver, we have the clinical services that we offer also. So mm-hmm. there's just a lot of things we can do to help them with their health. So you guys are actively doing a little bit of education as, as much as you can anyway, um, with, with every kind of new patient you get to meet in, in those vaccinations piece. Yeah, it's mostly around the vaccination. Mm-hmm. You know, we really, there's a lot to communicate to them. That's true. About, you know, what to expect, you know, their second dose. I mean, all that. So it's 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 mainly focused on that. But they do get exposure to our pharmacists and our and our technicians at that time. And then we just have a little um, a little handout we give them about, cool. about us, where we are, and some of the other things that we do. Oh, well, the other vaccines. Do you, I, it seems like the first opportunity there would be to talk to them about Shingrix yeah, or, uh, or something. pneumonia well, or the other kind mm-hmm. of vaccines that do they have or could they get? Yeah. Yeah. And we try to do that during, definitely during flu season, mm-hmm. um, for sure with the pneumonia. Um, and right. Shingrix is a little different. You need to kind of spread that one, spread that one out. But, um, yeah, I think it's just, uh, more and more pharmacies are seen as the place to go for immunizations, whether it's what you need for school or travel, that kind of thing. Um, and, and then, of course, with the COVID testing and just the point of care testing, which has been kind of slowly ramping up in pharmacies, I mean, that is going to be kind of that next, the next thing for pharmacies. And just um, similar to the way immunizations have, have increased over the years, um, just being able to go into the pharmacy, get a strep test, get an A1C test, you know, just get that feedback right away. You think that's here to stay? Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I think that's the next, the next big thing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do too. So tell us about you, you're a skier. What do do you do for, for, for fun besides pharmacy's fun, obviously, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely a skier. So I grew up, um, I'm um, in Colorado by way of Iowa. So I went to school in um, Iowa city, university of Iowa and did a residency there at the hospital. Um, it's kind of funny. I uh, um, found a, an essay that I wrote in high school when I was in 11th grade about how I wanted to um, how I wanted to work with my cousin. So my cousin and his wife are both pharmacists. Oh, cool! And um, and they're my partners. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! So and this is like I almost like seriously, this is really what I wrote. So that I wanted to work with my cousin and uh, cause he knew a lot of people and he was well connected and I wanted to work with him someday. And I, I swear, I don't remember that. So it was just one of those 
fun things to go back and and find uh-huh. and very you know foreshadowing right i mean that that's where i am today and it's is that been, david and nancy is that is that yes yeah yeah david nancy lamb yeah yes. yeah yeah yep. and and cool. so that was gosh i'm on my 29th year with good day so, wow. so um, you, you were in the yeah. hospital setting before yes yeah. how, how, did, how did dave get you down there well, it was the skiing really that got us here. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so the ski and just, yeah. Where do you like to ski? Uh, so I, we, we ski at Summit County. So um, my favorite is probably, I love Beaver Creek, but I really like Keystone. Keystone's really fun. So that's where we, that's where we end up. So um, when you so go like far, ski, like it, Summit golf. is near you? Is that? It's a couple hours. Summit County? A couple hours. What is that yeah, like? Summit County. What is it like? Yeah, if I come visit you, where am I skiing? Like, where, yeah, or where is that? <laughs> so in let's just, to let's just cut too. to the like, let's know, just yeah, cut let's to the reality. Cut to the chase. Okay, no, <laughs> when I come see you, <laughs> what's in it for me? What, what what's Summit yeah, County like? Um, we we share a, a a home with some other families up there, so we do get to get up there on a regular basis, and it's really a, a sweet deal when you have a you know, kind of like a, a timeshare, but like a you know our own not a formal one, right? Yep, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so. Um, so Summit County is Vale, Beaver Creek. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so not that's far Summit from... County. And then, of yeah. course, Winter Park, Steamboat. Is right. Steamboat's, uh, but that's pretty good ways from you, right? You're in North Colorado, so... if you're That's a two-hour drive. Two-hour oh, drive. that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. My uh, my wife's sister lives in Eagle. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, that's right up there. Beautiful over yeah. there, too. Um, I So... Are you are you black diamond skier? I'll tell you, I'm a solid green skier. Like solid. I, can, I can go down a green. I'm a triple really diamond good. green skier. <laughs> right, I'm a triple <laughs> diamond green skier. Bunny slope. You know, I uh, like the cruisers too, Mark. You know, I, I like really the do. blue cruisers, and I like the ones that have the have the bumps, uh, the moguls just Dude, on the edge. Okay, so you yes. Go in, in and hop out. Kind of like, kind of like test the water <laughs> yeah, and then slide back I, in. I'm yeah. usually at the level of whatever the youngest child is with us, and uh, and so I'll usually go with them, and they usually want to go in the kind of like the I don't know what you call it, but it looks like a skate park to me, like in a oh, yeah. kind that's of right, park. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll go in there and I'll fall, and uh, yeah. but I'm also the guy that's on a paddleboard falling like 30 times, and everybody's like, oh, Mark Belligan, so. Well, and you skied, you skied some right out of college, but really his real skiing has just been the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's good. I, I'm the anchor of the group. Uh, so <laughs> we, do you guys get out? Do you guys get out to Colorado? No, we usually go to uh, Big Sky, Montana. Yeah, usually oh, Big Sky over Big here. Sky's lovely. Yeah, there's a uh, the uh, Montana Pharmacy Association yeah. has a show there uh, early January. She knows Mike okay. and them. Uh, then you have Mike Matovich in them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And usually at that pharmacy, state of state pharmacy association, uh, Jeff and Marsha usually go to that one. Yeah, Montana so, was the first state out of the original traditional states that new tech computer systems had had that we had pharmacy systems in, and probably I don't know seventy percent of pharmacies in Montana have our software. Uh, oh, that's great. That's so, awesome. So we go up there every year and we'll ski them, ski with them a little bit. And um, last couple of years, Mark's come down. Uh, yeah, before with the kiddos, with the kiddos, and uh, they're already better than me. And that's their thing, right? You ask them. <laughs> that's how it should be. You ask them where do they want to go on vacation? It's like skiing. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's definitely a young person's sport. You know, I'm like down. I'm go. I'm cruising on my green, right? And then I'm like, I see these like 11, 12, 13 year olds just, just flying through the woods not even through like the the actual ski trail just flying through the woods i'm like i can't do it well some of that is you have to learn to be afraid yeah sometimes there's a kid age where you just they just go and and sometimes can you just gotta go yeah you just gotta hit the i believe and put it back together when you get at the bottom i'm good i'm good for a couple of couple of marcia and you i think call it yard sales but yeah i'm i'm good for a few like everything's gone. Like I've got to go oh, grab well. everything. Uh, at least a couple of those. Couple Man, of those first place I ever skied was, was Vail. Oh, nice. So yeah, I really work hard on not falling. That's just, <laughs> you don't want to fall no. as an adult. No, you don't. It <laughs> hurts so much more. It hurts so much yes. more when you're an adult. It's one, yeah. of your, one of your, I think it's a good goal. Don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a question for you guys. All right. 
We're going to so, do a reverse um, podcast. Here we go. I love it. All right. I love it when people come with <laughs> She's already got a feature done. Like, reverse. I love it. She's. Um, so, you know, we have the retail pharmacies and, um, and have had Pioneer, our expert, gosh, going on four years now. Yeah. Four years this summer. And, um, Jeff, I think you and I have kind of messaged about this is, you know, we have a closed door pharmacy, which is, um, which is a closed door pharmacy is a great, is a great business. And, um, and yeah, I'm just kind of curious about, uh, what that looks like for Pioneer X, um, you know, especially now being under red sale and kind of with, with QS1 and, and Integra and, um, yeah, what that looks like for that part of your business. Is that something that, what does that look like for, for, for us? Some of that on, on, on long-term care is just really looking at the long-term care. Uh, we certainly have long-term care that's not a good fit for Pioneer. Pioneer was designed for retail pharmacies that are doing long-term that care. Also, yeah. Also doing yeah. long-term care. So uh, some of the things, and, and we're, uh, you know, one of those kind of things you kind of sell against yourself. Uh, Prime Care is a, a good long-term right. care product, has a lot of, lot of features Definitely. in it. Depends on what are those features you're using. Yeah, and a ton of connections too. Um, they're rebuilding that product as a cloud-based product right now, uh, supposedly mm-hmm. making good headway. Uh, we're also continually to improve our long-term care, especially for people who have Pioneer. Uh, the pharmacy I was in uh, two days ago has their long-term care, been since 2018, converted from QS1 to Pioneer Retail and Pioneer Long-Term Care, and he's he's killing it. But he's doing a lot of patients in-home. He's doing a lot of um, assisted living. You know, mm-hmm. uh, not places where not I have the home. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, not, not a lot of skilled beds or hospice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, some of the things that are, and we can talk about some of those. One of the ones I want to just sit down with you and look at it and see. Uh, yeah, that no, sounds good. How that makes sense, especially you being central right now, there'd be some benefits. Uh, you know, we certainly have some large groups, uh, Lewis Drug, who their mm-hmm. long-term care clothes shops are using Pioneer, their own central, plus their other. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on what Mars the the uh, homes are using what emars they're using there was a there was a while it was hard to get the emar it's kind of chicken and egg yeah we don't have this home so we're not going to program to you well he can't get the home unless you program to us a lot of that kind of chicken and egg stuff um you'll be happy to know we're actively working on essential web-based central reporting so great hopefully that's uh sooner that's uh, been a long time coming there on the central side you did you did say you went to central for your stores? Yeah, we've had Central had from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And but you went with Central yeah, Phil. Yeah, we have. Oh, Central Phil, yes. Is that what? Yes. So we have, yeah, we have a Central Pharmacy that we're mainly uh, filling day packs. So we're doing the multi-dose packaging okay. out of there and okay. then putting, and then, so we're filling it there. We've got a um, Parada Pass there and actually have a second one coming. And then those we uh, package and then send back out to our our pharmacies. Okay. Um, nice. So and they're delivering so out yeah, the pharmacies. What are, are y'all using? Sure. Partner network. What what kind of technology are y'all doing? Are they filling it in the? They're using a the shared the, inventory, I think, if I remember right. Yeah. So we have. Yeah, we have the inventory. We have inventory in Central, okay. and the. But yeah, you're right. I think Mark, we are using shared inventory, but it is filled. Um, uh, using the pharmacy, so using the the child yep. pharmacies, mm-hmm. um, and then the, everything processes through there, and yeah. then it gets sent back out to the pharmacy, yep. um, and it just really is going to free them up. We started with distill, and that was pretty labor intensive for right. yep. for our locations. We knew that it, you know we know that it's a need out there in the community, home health, and just you know again keeping people independent as long as possible. But it was also a lot to ask of our stores, a lot to ask of our pharmacies. So mm-hmm. um, moving to a central model where we could take that labor off of them and use automation, um, freeing up time for them to do more immunization, yeah, clinical point of care service. testing, clinical services. Yeah. Um, and, do you have like um, a percentage goal? Are you going to mainly drive MedSync out of there? Or? Well, it's got to be MedSync with strip packaging. Oh, probably, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So they have to do MedSync first. Right. And yes, we, of course, we have a goal. Of course. That's what I know. What's, <laughs> what's goal. the goal? What kind of percentage are you trying to drive to the to the central field? Yeah. Well, so the goal for the year um, for – so our overarching goal is the 25% uh, mm-hmm. patient growth. But our uh, we have a day pack goal of 1,000 day pack patients by the end of the year. Nice. Okay. So how does that compare that to how many sync patients you have? 
Hmm. I know. We just I'm, keep. I'm we just keep. I know. Just throwing it. Next, next just, time she's like, I'm she's gonna have my dashboard it. up next. It's time. like I got all these numbers <laughs> right here. Just you keep coming. I, I, know. I know. We can't stop yeah, her yet. Um, Sorry. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd have to get back to you on that. I okay. don't know what our total. I mean, we're our med sync total is four thousand. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's around four thousand. So I guess, nice. yeah, twenty five percent of that. But we really shoot for each pharmacy to be at fifty percent or more of their of their fills to be synced. Nice, killing um, it. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like that is the main driver for you to layer on all of your clinical services you're doing? Yes, I mean it's um, as much as it helps the patients be adherent and helps them, you know, just again be able to have what they need and and um, stay on top of it as you guys know, and, and most mm-hmm. people, you know, that MedSync is, is such a key for inventory control, right. for uh, workflow, for the phone ringing <laughs> right. yeah. or, or not ringing. Right. Um, so yeah. And, and then, yeah, to your point with that time savings that you have, you know, not being just in this reactive state of answering the phone and then, you know, writing down 10 scripts to fill, um, then there is more time to do do these other services, and and the day packs will even be that next level, nice. next level of pulling that work out of the out of the community pharmacy. So, are you buying more stores? Yeah, how did how did gonna... you and Dave even get to ten? Like, how did how does how did you, how does that happen? Well, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's yeah, not okay. like been a super fast. That's thing. true. That's true. Um, yeah, I, are we buying more stores? Are opening well, more stores? We have, uh, so we have the 11 mm-hmm. and then we, we also co-own six other locations that we do operations for. Okay. Okay. Um, are and they so on those are, yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And those, were you <laughs> asking me? Have, yeah. Oh, sorry. Pioneer. I thought you were pointing. I thought, you, I thought, I thought it was like a, a dig at me. I thought that was like a, <laughs> yeah, no, that's been so huge. Um, they didn't have pioneer. So we did, we transitioned them. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago over to Pioneer. Yeah, and, the more recent ones. And it's been great. Um, yeah, I mean, we would grow if the opportunity was was good. I mean, we're we're pretty picky. We're self-funded, so. Yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, Mark, to answer your question, we just, it was, we had one, we, Dave and Nancy bought one pharmacy back mm-hmm. in the 80s. We opened one, opened a compounding location in the 90s. Okay. And then we bought three together that we're going and I mean so it's just been, just been this over time this gradual yeah. opportunity yeah. presented itself yeah um, and we have like so central is actually number 16 okay so over the years we we have sold a couple okay. um and we've combined a couple so yeah all right it's been fun are, are y'all when you're bu- when you were buying them is it and the only reason I say is I've heard this more, but is it, are you really, were you, did you see an opportunity where someone was like, look, I'm trying to retire and I don't have somebody to pass this to. These are conversations I have, and this is just me trying mm-hmm. to get some of Vicky's feedback mm-hmm. um, where, Hey, I'm trying to retire. We're, we're given just, we're just at a certain point where some of these pharmacies are in that little bit of a bubble of trying to retire. Um, I either I'm converting to pioneer because I want to make it more attractive to sell. Cause I want to sell it to another independent is that is that more the case for you guys when you guys bought those three or whatever, or somebody maybe didn't have somebody to kind of pass it on to? Or, um, yeah, we had. I mean, honestly, I think we just had one like that. Um, and it's our it's our busiest uh, community retail pharmacy, and and that was yeah, a gentleman who wanted to retire and and yeah, didn't have anybody that was in the wings, kind of waiting to right. a junior partner to to take over. Um, the other ones we've had a couple physician uh, owned pharmacies that transitioned from, you know, that clinic owned to, um, and that's just them operating a pharmacy. I mean, pharmacy is complex. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, if it's not your um, wheelhouse, it makes sense. Yeah. We see a lot of our right. growth from existing pioneer owners, opening up new stores, sure. buying stores, and acquiring and to pioneer. Yep. Um, right. we, well, the, the lead source is pioneer X owner. And, uh, it's one of those things when, when people ask me, well, how is independent pharmacy? Isn't that dying? I'm like, well, the people who know it really well are opening up new stores and buying stores. So yeah. the people who know how to run a good business and are involved and connected to their community are doing great. And yeah. they're running great businesses. And the people who think they can 
open a pharmacy and hang a sign or not, you know? No, I mean, we, we really rely a lot on, I mean, we rely a lot on Pioneer and, and what we're able to, we're able to see, like when, even just in the middle of filling a prescription, just being able to identify, um, you know, the DIR fees, you know, just giving us as much information and also, um, not overloading, right. But giving, giving our teams just things that they, um, can, you know, take action on that is going to, you know, bring a positive impact, you know? So, um, yeah, we're thrilled with, with what we're able to do and, um, with Pioneer. So yeah, thanks you guys. Keep it up. <laughs> What's the, um, where do y'all need the biggest help today? Hmm. You know, we, we do have a focus on our loyalty program for this year. I mean, that's, that's going to really match up well with our um, patient growth goal. So I think that is maybe just some, some work or some, you know, expanding the, the loyalty program. Um, so I don't know if that's something you guys are looking at or, um, we've, we've found and we've never gone to a specific point of sale system. That's more like a, I guess that's what their main focus right. is. You know, we've always had the pharmacy point of sale system, which right. has been fine for us. Our stores aren't that large. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be, I, I'm curious, is there anything in that, in the, in the loyalty program that you yeah. guys are working on? I'd be interested to see, we'll have to connect after this and kind of talk about what your, what your kind of ideas are. Um, mm -hmm. we have a deal. We just got a patent, got a patent on. on something, right? Yeah. Which is called community points. It'd be interesting to see what your oh, nice. idea that is and the concept of, so we had this idea that I'd like to be able to give away points. I want to give it away a lot of points, right? Mm -hmm. I want to give away points because you put your blood pressure in or give you points for walking 10,000 feet or give you points mm -hmm. for refilling over the web. But in general today, loyalty points are tied to purchases and they're a portion of your purchase, right? So right. you buy this OTC, we're going to pull back 1% of it. And, and so right. I just can't give away points. So the idea of community points is that in your a store in a community would say, okay, so this month our charities are uh, high school bands. And, and so we've got $5,000 we're going to give to the high school bands based on how the points distribute. And so you can, on our mobile app, you can put in who you want your money to go to. And as you generate points, we'll show you a scoreboard. And then at the end of the month, we're going to divide the money based on the points that were generated. And, and cool. so, you know, you, you could see the local band saying, hey, go to Good Day Pharmacy and buy this. You know, you get a, or if you just go inside and check in, uh, you get points. But, but the idea of community points is that you kind of got a limited spend. It's more of a marketing spend. Rather okay. than having points tied to dollars, and it also okay. gets around probably some of the the government not being able to do government points and things like that. But um, we just got a patent to that, and that's the thing we're looking at adding to our our mobile app. Okay, yeah, that's great, and I'm glad you mentioned that because it is you know we were kind of looking at when we set up the um, loyalty program. You know, could we give points for someone getting a immunization? Right. Right. And um, or signing up for MedSync. Mm -hmm. So because those are things we want that to be like a driver. Right. So we want the incentive back. Um, we've got um, a diabetes trial that we're participating in. And so we're going to be uh, we have a diabetes trial that we're going to be recruiting patients. And then we also have a, a diabetes prevention program that we're recruiting patients. So anything that can kind of Help draw. incentivize yeah. or reward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would be super handy. Yeah. What? Uh, who's the payer on the diabetes program? And what is it? So the um, diabetes, the prevention program is tied to, it's a state grant. Okay. So we're partnered with, uh, there are 10 pharmacies in the grant, and we're partnered with a school pharmacy in Colorado, in um, in Boulder, or actually it's in Denver. And so that, yeah, the payer is the state of Colorado. And there's a, there's three components to it. There's an MTM component. There's a education component for those patients that already have diabetes. And then um, the one we're recruiting for now is a, a prevention program. So they don't have the diagnosis, but they have risk factors. And, and it's a class-based, you know, just again, giving them the tools to, to not fall into that. How's that going to be documented and measured? Um, well, the, 
the formula or the structure of the classes is pretty set. Uh-huh. I mean, that's already, um, and as far as measured, you know, we're, we'll do A1Cs. So um, that's, um, I guess, part of it. We'll do weight, blood pressure, um, but it's more um, education, education-based. I gotcha. I was thinking like e-care plans or care plans. Yeah, it's like, how like are that. you getting back mm-hmm. to the grant authority? Right. I mean, I imagine you, you make a report or something. Yeah, I imagine you're just, yeah. you're, you're mining yeah. your own data. Yeah, so, you know, you have the the, the areas or I guess the um, the measures that you that you've, that you have to come up with and you have to hit as part of the grant. Um, but we're, yeah, e-care plans are definitely, we're, we're doing tons of those. Uh, we're part of, part of uh, Flip the Pharmacy with CPSN. So um, we're kind of following that. It's all around COVID now. But before that, of course, it was um, a lot of, you know, blood pressure, um, a lot of e-care plans. So we're, we're really, um, I think we're in a good place there and ready to um, nice. take that next, next step. How is CPSN doing in Colorado? Good. I mean, we have, uh, we have about 40, 40 locations in, in Colorado. Nice. Um, but yeah, I feel good about the flip the pharmacy piece. And, um, you know, again, it's all based on COVID right now, which is where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that they are able to shift and respond to what is really needed yep. and very practical applications nice. with, with, um, you know, workflows and procedures and just really giving people tools. Well, Vicki, I think uh, we're close to getting out of time here. So uh, we want to thank you for spending some time with us today. And thank you for yeah, uh, thank you guys. running an amazing business and your contribution to your community and and uh, your contribution to your profession. And Well, thank you. We'll have to do a check-in yeah. next year on your goal performance. Yeah, I know. We we do now have a follow-up. So. <laughs> okay, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. I got to see, definitely well, have um, the guy who's doing your reports, are, are you follow-up with me? And see if we can't get your measure on our dashboard. Okay. No, I will. Um, Definitely. So so that your staff can look it up and just see a pop-up and see how we're doing. Instant gratification. And, okay. uh, or motivation. And see if we can't get some motivation going there. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you uh, had, uh, you know, just to, just to mention and just to, a shout out to, to our teams. I mean, they are young, eager, excited. They... Um, are just really um, forward thinking and they come up with all the ideas. They really do. And so I just get to um, be a part of that. So yep, it's awesome. Nice. All right. Love it. All right. All right. Have well, fun. All right. Try to enjoy care, this. Safe, next enjoy time this. you go skiing, yeah. think about me. Yeah, I was going to say, try to enjoy the snow a little bit before <laughs> it melts. Me. All right, Vicki. Thank you. All right. Take all care, right. guys. Bye, Vicki. Thank you for listening to the Catalyst Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider liking, subscribing, and or following us. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more amazing pharmacy people like you. Follow PioneerRx on your preferred social media platform for the latest up-to-date pharmacy news and content.